This is a Gulf Stories moment made possible by the University of West Florida Innovation Institute. Hello again, everyone. From the University of West Florida's Innovation Institute, I'm Christian Garman with another Gulf Stories moment. My guest today is Nicole Grennan, research associate, public archaeologist. And today we're talking about the Florida Public Archaeology Network's Heritage Monitoring Scouts Program. How are you, Nicole? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. So you told me about the Scouts Program, and this seems like a wonderful opportunity for so many people who have great interest in this. Talk about the program. Sure. So the Heritage Monitoring Scouts Program is a relatively new citizen science engagement project of the Florida Public Archaeology Network, or FPAN. Mm -hmm. And what we're looking to do is get local communities involved with monitoring and recording archaeological sites that could be impacted by climate change. Mm. Now, are these sites that you all are aware of and you point out to them, or is it things they may come across and they reach out to you, or how does that work? It's a little bit of both. It's kind of a give and take. Um, So based on estimates of sea level rise, erosion, um, coastal storm surge impacts from NOAA, and known archaeological sites in the state of Florida were able to pinpoint sites that could potentially be impacted, whether it's five years from now, 10 years from now, or 50 years from now. And so our nearest estimates for right now are that about 16,000 sites could be affected by a three-foot sea level rise which is, based on NOAA data, potentially what we're looking at in 25 to 30 years as a worst-case scenario. As a worst-case scenario. Thank you for throwing that in. I'll be as able a worst to case go scenario. to sleep again tonight. Um, so you're talking 25 to 30 years. You mentioned a moment ago uh, maybe as far out as 50 years. Some of these, are they more imminent, uh, the kinds of things that need to be addressed quickly because you see big problems already? Certainly. I mean, along with, we talk a lot about sea level rise and climate change, but a lot of times what that means on a day-to-day basis is more nuisance flooding and more impacts from storm surge into our inland areas. So what are the kinds of things that that these public archaeologists, you know, citizen scientists are doing? What What do they do for you? So what we're doing is we're having scouts go out to archaeological sites, um, and typically these are in partnership with state-managed lands, so state parks or state forests. And we're having them go out and do basically non-disturbance recording and monitoring of these sites. So we teach them what to look for as far as impacts and how to take photos that will help us document change over time. How much training is involved uh, to to get someone ready to to take on something like that? Because I know the last thing you want them to do is show up and then make a mistake that hinders the project. Right, yeah. So archaeological sites can be very sensitive. And so what we do with our scouts is we take them through essentially a day-long training. Um, Trainings run from about 9 o'clock in the morning to 2.30 in the afternoon. We've been running them throughout the state of Florida. Um, And in the morning, we have a series of presentations about archaeological sites, common artifacts, um, ethics of visiting archaeological sites, and then impacts from climate change. And then in the afternoon, we typically go out to state parks or state-managed lands to visit sites and do practice monitoring with the scouts. Cool. So you actually get out there and, and, and show them what it's like. We're no longer in the classroom. Now we're out here getting it done. Yeah, it's a little bit of classroom work and a little bit of field work, too, so they can get comfortable before they go out and do this on their own. You mentioned off the top the scouts program is relatively new. Uh, specifically, how, how long has it been around? It's been around for about two years now. Okay. Um, so... The initial year was getting, you know, in partnership with our state parks, finding some really dedicated scouts to kind of run through trials of the project with. And now we're at the point where we have a great new database management system where we can gather this information and then have land managers access it. Um, So it's just been a fantastic program, and a lot more people are involved now. Well, okay, that's my question. Do you have a feel for numbers or how many scouts you guys have been able to get in a couple of years? I think our most recent estimate is that we have trained about uh, seven to 800 scouts throughout the state of Florida. So, And in northwest Florida, we have about uh, 75. Is there a, um, 
an age limit, uh, restrictions, anything that would get in the way of somebody wanting to be part of it? We don't really have an age limit. Um, the trainings are geared typically for, we've been saying 15 years and older. Okay, but cool. if there are younger kids who are, want to get involved, want to get outside with their parents or grandparents and go explore, then we absolutely encourage that. And lastly, is a web, where do they get more information? Where do people find out more? That's a great question. So we have a fabulous website. It's fpan.us slash HMS Florida. So, or you could just Google Heritage Monitoring Scouts. Nicole Grennan talking about the Scouts program. Thank you. Thank you. For more golf stories, visit uwf.edu slash golf stories.